three, two, one. Wow. Oh my God, that's cold. Welcome back to You Bet Your Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, the You Betcha Guy, here with Ryan, the T-shirt guy. Episode 56 is coming for you, so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hello. And welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, episode 56. I'm just going to name this one The Return of Ryan. Oh my god. Because today we're going to talk a little bit. I am going to vomit all <laughs> over the studio here. If you watched the last podcast, you noticed that I was not here. Um, I was here in spirit. I was listening to the podcast uh, while I was enjoying myself. So you did listen to the podcast. I did listen to the podcast. Wow. That has got to be a yep. first. Yep. He's not that insecure about his job. <laughs> that he's the only podcast he listens to end to end after it is the one that Tyler's on. Does, how does that make you feel, Tyler? Does that make you... Uh, I, sit, I take it as a sign of respect. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they mix fear and respect in the same boat. Ooh. And it sounds like you were a little scared. You had to watch just to take notes, you know? All right. All right, fellas. Calm down. We're going to get to this feud. Zero percent scared. We're, we're going to get this... Zero percent. We are going to get to this later in the podcast. Um, okay. Ryan, so Ryan and Tyler are battling to 5,000 followers on Instagram, but... We will get to that in later on. Ryan, keep her moving here. Guys, this is Ryan, the t-shirt guy. I am back, and this is episode 56. Where we're going to talk a little bit about, as Miles mentioned, the 5,000 follower challenge going on between myself at Ryan, the t-shirt guy, and then our camera guy over here. Um, <laughs> on top of that, we, uh, we had a pretty big milestone. Uh, what was it? A week ago? One million followers, Miles. Congrats. Thanks. Thanks. Keep going. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but first, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, go check out the Facebook supporter feature on our main Facebook page. We just launched uh, probably some of the biggest news in You Betcha history. That's all you get. That's <clears throat> the only teaser you get. And that is on the pre-show of the podcast. So in order to view the pre-show, you have to be a supporter on Facebook. We appreciate all you guys. Go check it out. Um Miles, do you want to talk a little bit about what we're going to be doing in Omaha, Nebraska? Yeah, I totally would, Ryan. We are hosting <laughs> the first ever. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go on the limb and say it's the first ever Midwest fashion show. Now yes. I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, you know, Midwest and fashion shows don't mix. Until now, dad bods, ranch loving ladies, the whole shebang is gonna be at. The fashion show in Omaha, Nebraska on May 29th. We opened up auditions, meaning you sign up and uh, for your spot to audition to be a model. We sold out very quickly. So this is going to be, I think, a very fun, a very hot event um, in May on May 29th. And uh, we'll kind of just give you a little bit of a teaser here um, because tickets go on sale on March 13th, which is a Friday. Tickets go on sale March 13th. Um, I I hope they go fast. I think that the tickets will go fast. 
knock on wood. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun event. We're talking um, different like walks in terms of what people are wearing. You're going to have yep. the dad walk. You're going to have the lake attire walk. You're going to have the bush latte attire walk. And so um, it's going to be a fun event. It's not going to be like your snobby fashion, the clothes that no one's ever going to wear, that whole thing. It's just going to be Midwestern people doing Midwest things, hanging out, uh, cheering on our fellow uh, people walk up and down the runway Yep, and uh, have a good time. And so be looking for that and be looking to get some tickets. Yeah, Miles, I don't know who wouldn't want to be a part of the first ever Midwest fashion show. We, yeah, we, we, I, I don't I don't know who wouldn't either. I'm pretty excited to get uh, get some of the outfits nailed down um, because, you know, I think we'll throw a few of your characters in there, like the dads during summer, the copper, yeah. the copper fit knee, knee sleeves. sleeves, the new balances will be, they will be covering that uh, stage. A cell phone belt clip. The belt it's clip. It's all in the little everything. touches yes. in fashion, you know? Yep. yep. Maybe, maybe have someone walk up and down with uh, a bag of peas taped to their knee. Yeah. Yep, I just gotta ice my knee real yep. quick. Tweet. Or have them uh, roll up and down in a in a lazy boy or something. Yeah, yep. While they're sleeping. So, as you can tell, if you're listening to this conversation, it's it's not your typical fashion show. No, this is going to be uh, very, um, very different. Yeah, and hopefully we haven't locked anything down yet, so I'll just tease it. But hopefully we get some special guests as well. Be kind of our first time doing an event with having some other people there other than us. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, Ryan, as we move on, you're back. You're back in a big, big way here. I'm back, baby. How does it feel? You do look uh, tanner. You're, thank you're, you. You're, you're more tan. Thank you. Um, I noticed it when we took a photo next to each other. Yeah. And uh, I was I editing the photo and I had to uh, check the saturation, the saturation <laughs> yeah. on, on my skin and not yours to make myself <laughs> look glowing and bronze. I love it. Um, but, uh, how does it feel to be back? Uh, it actually feels good. Um, and I say that because we have great weather where we're at right now in the Midwest. Um, it was, so I was in Costa Rica. It yeah, was, yeah, it's not like you're coming back to like negative 15 degree weather. Exactly. Um, so we were in probably like nine, like 90 to 95 degree weather the whole time. And when you're walking around and like your boxers are sticking to the inside of your legs, that's just... <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, oh, okay. Your boxers or something else? <laughs> Both. Wow, Ryan. Um, so I was pretty excited to get back, and obviously it was a great trip. Um, spent seven days there, but I think seven days is not is the perfect amount of time. Yeah, No more, it, no less. We'll, we'll see. I think I'm, uh, the vacation that I'm taking up in a, taking in a couple of weeks um, I think is a little longer than seven days. How long? It might be just be eight days. Okay. Well, nine days... With two travel days, I don't know. Sure. So we'll see. We'll see how I feel. Like it's been a while since I've been away from uh, the old uh, mothership here. The balls and that, chains that, that, that you now have. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to ask you when you come back. I'm going to say, "Hey, Miles, um, does it feel good to be back?" And then we'll, we'll see we'll what you'll see. Yeah. What was the what was the best part about not coming to work here? On vacation. <laughs> so not the best part about vacation, but the best part about not, not coming, coming to work here. here. Yeah. Um, probably just that I got like, I was able to get like some fresh air and some sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, thing with no windows and uh, no airflow. Yep. 
just isn't doing it for you. Yep, I just needed a little bit of a break. Okay. And uh, but again, seven days of of sunshine and, and airflow is good enough for me. So I'm ready to. Uh, I was ready to just get back. And, well, it actually sounds like you got sick out in the fresh air. I did. Um, so I this, maybe you shouldn't go outside like SpongeBob. Maybe she just I should, wants to stay indoors where yeah. it's safe. This is a great spot to turn all the lights off, close the curtains. And just like take a nap, that's stare what, at a that, wall. That's what I do while you guys think I'm working in here every day. Oh, I'm I know. taking a nap underneath oh, the table. I know. I'm actually surprised you haven't closed those things yet. <laughs> like clamp them shut. Yep. Um, so, what was the best part about vacation, Ryan? The best part about vacation was not meeting any friends. There we go. Wow, he did listen to the podcast, Tyler. <laughs> I'm impressed. Hey, hey. Notice how that I, was uh, uh, my. That was my one of my worst things. So I'm trying to think. So it was. Uh, How not, was the toilet there? By the way, um, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on board with you. Yeah. Um, if I go on like a two or three day like trip somewhere where I'm staying overnight, mm-hmm. um, I will not go number two until I get back you home. Hold three it the day. whole time. It's not necess- It's not me holding it. It's just like. I am just not in my element. Ryan, that is, that's mental insane. block. But on mental seven block. days, seven days, obviously, like you just get the first one out of the way and then uh, it just becomes like morning ritual. I hear you. So, yes. That um, wasn't how, that was not the question I asked him. No. I asked uh, you, what was how the was the toilet? <laughs> uh, I didn't ask how regular you are. <laughs> I didn't ask what your schedule was. The toilet was good. The The toilet paper um, oh, man. was single ply. That's something mm. we didn't talk about. That's also part of it too, because mm-hmm. no one ever has good toilet paper uh, unless you buy it yourself. Yes. So, single ply TP. Um, ass bleed. That's a little dicky line. If you guys didn't catch that, um, <laughs> save that money. Uh, so we didn't meet any friends. Um, we didn't, we did two excursions and those were in the first two days. So the last five days, uh, we just kind of milled around, just walked on the beach, laid on the beach, jumped in the ocean. Um, uh, my Ray-Bans fell victim to the Pacific Ocean. Humble so, brag. He's got yeah, t-shirt yeah, money. Yeah. He can afford Ray-Bans. Yeah, so that was great. Oh, must be tough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just lost my Ray-Bans. Don't worry. I just bought another pair, and yeah. I also bought a backup pair, so it doesn't happen again. Yeah, it's not that I lost my Ray-Bans. It's just like I wanted to leave a little piece of me in Costa Rica. You know? God, I hate this. <laughs> Well, Ryan, we're glad to have you back. We're glad you're here, um, mostly because we're sick of picking up your slack while you're gone, even though Tyler was correct that it wasn't that much. Um, yeah. We're, glad, we're glad to have you back, uh, but we do need you to get working on that fashion show. Yep. What would you say is the consensus on fashion in the Midwest? Because I personally feel like there's no real voice of fashion in the Midwest. I would agree. Okay. What? I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna continue. Well, I, I more so meant like just what is your viewpoint on fashion in the Midwest? I think uh, fashion in the, in the Midwest takes like a backseat to functionality. Yes, I would agree. Um, so me for instance or i feel like a lot of people will do this as well but um you kind of just piece together what's looking good in the closet on any single day what's clean it's not it doesn't matter what jeans go with what shoes or what shirt go with what jeans or shorts it's kind of just like this is clean uh this is not wrinkly this might look good with this and it's going to be comfortable so 
that's where they land. Yeah, and and for me, a move I like to do is I got um, about three pairs of pants that I will rotate in and out. Same. Um, uh, your classic jeans. Uh, today I'm wearing a like navy or like a like a gray jean almost. Okay. Um, and then maybe a uh, a pair of khaki jeans. I don't know if that makes sense, but I Levi's, just bought my first pair of those. Uh, Levi's has a like khaki jean. It's not like your classic khakis. Yep. Um, so I got a pair of those, and then like your your sweatpants, and then what you do, your whole wardrobe revolves around re- switching out what you wear up top. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Would you agree? Yes. I, I go with yes. the. I go with you know I got three options for my lowers, and then where you really get all the flair and uh, excitement is up top with. With what you're wearing. Yeah. The only time that I will, I will literally make a point to switch what I'm wearing is if I, if, if I throw like a pair of gray sweats on, um, and you're wearing a with gray, a gray shirt. shirt, that is the one thing <laughs> the in fashion outfit. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, um, like the high school, uh, gym teacher outfit. Yeah. So, okay. Is it okay to wear a gray sweatshirt and gray sweatpants, almost like a, uh, a, like a sweat suit, track yeah. suit. Um, I personally just feel very uncomfortable in it. Well, so here's what I say. I say <laughs> that it's okay if the grays are exactly the same. If you have oh, one sh- one shade of gray. That's a really good point. With a different shade of gray, that's tough look. But if you can if if it's like actually a jumpsuit or they're the exact same color grays, I think you can pull it off. And if you got like a Nike logo on the left up top and a Nike logo on the, yeah, on like the a, left like on the bottom. Yeah, if it's actually meant to be a jumpsuit. That's clean. I think it's okay. Tyler, what do you think? Now, remind everyone that you have a different perspective now that you're a dad. Yeah, yeah. So as a dad, sweatpants are much less common. It's more jeans with pockets like cargo jeans. Why? Car- cargo jeans? Yeah. But you, Do you have a pair of cargo jeans? They're pretty unreal. They're mostly carpenter jeans. Or oh, so okay, you, yeah. you put oh, okay. the oh, yeah, pockets yeah. on the side. I yeah. you meant that they had like humongous pockets uh, on the side. Yeah. Not necessarily. Just pockets on the side in general. Yes. Um, so as a dad, you have to wear a lot of sweatshirts. Dads always wear sweatshirts because babies are constantly puking up on. Yeah, the, you got to be able to pooping on, shed yeah. the top layer, yep. pop the top off, switch really quick. Yep. Okay. Um, you also, it, there's time to to relax. I got a robe for Christmas. <laughs> wow. I got a robe too. Miles Tyler. has a robe. I know exactly what you're talking Miles about. Miles and I shared a robe for a while. Well, no, that oh. was not my choice. <laughs> I'm now bringing the robe with me on vacation this year, so you don't use it while I'm gone, Ryan. Okay. Um, but yes, continue. Yeah. Leisure wear has become more important to me because when you have a baby laying on you and you're too afraid to even breathe because you'll wake the baby up, you need to be comfortable for those extended periods. So why do you wear jeans then? I wear jeans during the day. Okay. Getting stuff done. Okay. Leisure wear is sweatpants. So leisure wear is sweatpants, the robe, you know, the whole nine yards, anything that's loose fitting and soft. I was always a briefs guy. Now I'm a boxer guy if I'm going to relax. Becoming a dad may or may not turn you into a boxer guy. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first from Tyler, the camera guy. Um, Yeah, I I, I would agree with all of that. (laughs) And so um, I I would agree with all that. I mean, I don't know the dad life yet, but um, my dad did stuff like that growing up. And so um, 
yeah, it's interesting to no one links the Midwest with fashion. And uh, I think we need to start having that conversation, Ryan. So uh, we're taking the first step. We're holding our own Midwest fashion show. We're uh, we're we're really gonna uh, take it to those New York fashion weeks. Yep, and uh, show them what what we're all about. And so we're gonna take our first break, and we're gonna talk about that we now have over one million. That's right, one. One million. I was waiting for that. Thank you. One million followers on Facebook. It's been a wild ride. We're going to discuss it all after the break. Oh, my God, that's cold. Miles, we've had we've had two kind of like break, not really breaking news stories in you betcha, but two big moments uh, within the company with what we're doing here. Uh, you just surpassed 1 million followers on Facebook. We did. We did. It happened a little sooner than I, I thought we would. Yes. Um, I'm the, Okay, you guys will notice I'm kind of the sentimental guy. I like to look back on stuff and say, wow, look at, Ryan, look at how far we've Ryan came. Ryan loves looking back. Ryan loves sentimental quotes. Miles. Ryan loves um, hugging. Yep. Ryan loves kissing. Yep. Doesn't matter who it is. Yep. He's got this weird, he's like Tom Brady. I'm sure, and I have no doubt that you'll be kissing your kid on the lips, on when, the he, lips. when he's 14 years 100%. old. 100%. Yep. Um, but yeah. Why does it feel like yesterday where we just filmed the 100,000 follower podcast? Because um, in the history of the world, it was just yesterday. It was, um, what, eight months ago? Yeah. Took us, not that I was counting, one year, eight months, and eight days to reach a million followers. Um, wow. That's a Ryan, it, Ryan the T-shirt guy. Wow. If It feels, to me, it feels like we've been doing this for way longer than that. Mm-hmm. And it was even less months until we had the like actual had like an actual following starting. Yeah, we had a couple of first months we didn't have much traction at all, and then it kind of started. But to go from zero to one million plus in uh, less than what is that? Carry the one. Uh, that's twenty two. months. A little over twenty months. Twenty months. Not even two years to get there. Um, that is pretty bananas in my book. Um, yeah, I think, I I think that our hours have reflected getting that far. Yep. Um, I spend a lot of time working. I spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to make this ship go and how to get to those milestones. Um, but it also, we have to be funny. We have to be entertaining. We have to have a loyal following that cares about our brand, that wants to share our brand with the world. And yep. so, yes, work can take you a long way, but it also takes a little bit uh, right time, right place. Um, it just so happened that there wasn't much going on in terms of entertainment on the Internet in the Midwest. And uh, we came in at a good time to kind of help us there. And and so, uh, yeah, I, I think that we were blessed to be able to come in at the right time. Yeah. I think, uh, as employees now we, we were, we were excited for a million followers because 
uh, we missed the bit on the, the old Christmas party, the old company-wide Christmas party. So it kind of just turned into like a 1 million follower party to where we hit this landmark and then we get our Christmas party. Yeah. So we're like, Mostly because on. we got busy and forgot to schedule <laughs> yeah. the Christmas party. So now it's just turned into a 1 million follower party. But yeah, we got it scheduled. It's in March. Yes, it is in March. Our it's Christmas coming up party's here. in March. <laughs> that happens. That happens. It happens. Uh yeah. It, what, uh, what changes for you, if anything now with, uh, you know, 999,000 followers compared to a million, like it's, it's no different, but is there anything that changes for you now with this, this bigger platform? I think that on day to day, the content that we're putting out, the way that we carry ourselves, um, how we think and all that needs to stay true to how we started. Yep. It needs to, um, and obviously exactly the same thing is not going to get us to the next level, but staying true to what made us successful is I think important. And I think if we lose that, then we lose, start losing our following. Yep. And we start getting all wishy washy and uh, people don't care as much. So I think that that's a big part of it, but also at the same level, I don't care what anyone says. Zero followers slash 10,000 followers is not the same as 1 million followers. And there's some sort of <laughs> some, <laughs> some pressures that come along with that. Yeah. Um, there are, I mean, l- literally hundreds of thousands, millions of people. Every time we post a video, we'll see it and we'll have an opinion about it. Right. That is different. Um, I think that um, just how big you can think is different from them when you start. When you start, you're just like, I hope that uh, people think we're funny. I hope that people like listen to us talk. And when you get a thousand people to sign up for the journey that we're on, then you're like, okay, people care. They like it. And we need to start thinking bigger in terms of what we're going to be a part of, the content that we're going to put out, how much content we're going to put out. And you can see that with our vlog. You can see that with um just how many pieces of content that we're putting out and hiring more people hiring more people and all that and so i think the mentality of the future you think a lot bigger you, you, the world gets smaller you think bigger type of thing happens when you get to a, a level of having a million followers um but then you also need to be humble and say there's a lot of other people out there with a million followers as well. Right. There's people, you know, we just did a video with Penn Holderness, his Holderness family Facebook accounts got like two and a half million followers. So right there, someone in our own room has got more followers than us. So it's like, you got to stay true to remember that um, you're growing, you're doing a great job. But you're also still ain't shit yet. Yeah. And I think going back to you saying, like, thinking about the bigger picture, um, I feel like that's why we've gotten where we have in such a short amount of time is because and and you can see this with myself and Tyler and Lakin, uh, you always like push us to think bigger. Um, we this is something that none of us are used to this, but um, you kind of had the vision for it all along. And, uh, when we come up with, you know, maybe like a a minute idea, a good idea, but we're thinking too small, 
the, your first response is like, we need to start thinking bigger. Yeah. And, and that just, I've had to do that with myself even too. You know, you, uh, when you, when you first start, um, the page, you're thinking in terms of hundred followers, right? Then you get a thousand followers. You start thinking in terms of thousands of followers. Then you start thinking in terms of a hundred thousand followers and it's bananas to say, but now in the near future, we're going to start viewing things in terms of millions of followers. And so yep. it just is like one of those things where you just keep leveling up how you think. And uh, I think we've been able to do that while still just staying true to the roots, knowing that you still ain't shit. And uh, yeah, what you and Tyler both have different perspectives on the million followers. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you've been a part of it almost the whole time. I would say the whole time because yep. we had conversations before we even launched the page you betcha, right. um, about what the vision that I had and all of that stuff. Just as friends, Tyler didn't know me bef- personally before what, two months ago? Yeah, I'd say so. That's about when I interviewed, right? Yep. So two months ago. And uh, I, I want to start with Tyler first. I would ask you. What was your outsider's perspective on what we were doing and like kind of where we were at when you first applied, when you first found out about our page? I don't even know when that happened, but yeah. And I think myself, along with a lot of people, really caught wind of the page during the Spotted Cow video era. Yep. And I'd always followed it. Um, for a long, long you, you time. Caught wind didn't necessarily dive deep into exactly. it. Exactly. I yep. was a casual fan. And yep. I think maybe this this last summer around there is when I started to become a real fan. Yep. And I started watching all the videos. I jumped on the podcasts and I started to kind of get a feel for like, this isn't your normal content creating Facebook site. This isn't right. the same as every Joe Blow that has 500,000 followers. This is different is when I started watching in the summer and joining late and being a fan at the same time was kind of an interesting view. And I guess it really clicked for me. This is the only time I'm ever, ever going to plug Ryan's Instagram. Oh, here we go. But when I was scrolling through my Instagram at Tyler, the camera guy, and I came upon Ryan's Instagram at Ryan, the t-shirt guy. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't see his face, but his face was disgusted that he had to say that. We'll Well, get to that next segment. We'll get to that next segment. I like this. We're like building up the tension all the way. Yep. But Ryan posted the two of you together and he mentioned that this is, it's more than a million followers. You built full-time jobs. I get to support my family on this now. Yep. You've built something that Midwesterners can be proud of that they didn't really have before. You've built something where you're building unique events like the You Betcha Palooza, the fashion show, something that people haven't seen before. And it's adding value to an entire part of the country and at home for me. So I just want to say thank you. And I'm honored to be a part of the, the million mark. Well, you're welcome. But that is very deep. It's very I, deep. I, I didn't see I like that, that stuff. I, I, I appreciate I appreciate the comments. I like wow. that stuff. Yep. Yeah. That's way. Ryan would know way more what to say and do with that than I do. But uh, no, that means a lot. And I was stoked when you wanted to be a part of it. And uh, now it's, we kind of joked a little bit because Ryan was on vacation. He abandoned me and, and didn't, <laughs> wasn't there for the million followers. Yeah. Um, but you were there. It was kind of like, 
you know, in reality, like, yes, I, I was the only one there for the million followers. And so I view that first million followers as like, all right, that one was on my back. And now it's every other million followers or whatever we end up with is now on the backs of all of us. And so basically told those guys that, all right, now it's time for you to go get your own million followers, <laughs> which is crazy to say, but right, it's, right. um, I think that, um, they understood what I meant about yeah. that. And I think that that was on a kind of a fun moment. Ryan, are you, I don't know if I can handle another <laughs> sentimental <laughs> moment. Here. Um, I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, I can um, see it. I can see it. <sighs> Tyler, get some makeup. Get, yeah. get, get some on camera makeup. I, need some I, don't, I don't have it on me. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't have it on him, even though I can see the cake from over here. <laughs> oh, come on. It's You can't see the shine, though, because of no it. No shine. Because no of shine. The yes. I like it. I like it. All right, Ryan, your turn. What did you, uh, what was your perspective on the first million followers? Um, well, I'm just going to, I'll keep this short and I won't make you sweat anymore. Um, for me, I think it was, you now we talked about the vision and what you and I had discussed early on. Um, for me, it, it really was just like another, like it, it was just a side job for me to, to make some extra cash and help you out a little bit and not, I really didn't have a vision of like seeing it through to this. I was just going to kind of be like the guy who come came in and printed t-shirts. What's really funny about that, Ryan, is I knew you were going to end up working here from the get go. <laughs> really? You were like, no, no, man, I got a great spot where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, we'll just wait. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep yeah, chipping away. That's here. what I just, it was. I literally that's what just it was. knew it. I knew that you were going to end up working here. It was not even like a doubt. And I remember we, talking to my family and they're like, well, you're like, are you going to start hiring people? I'm like, yeah. I mean, like, Ryan will end up working here at some point. <laughs> um, he's just fooling around with his other job for now. But That's funny. Um, yeah, there there was a point where I was just like, you know, I, I'm just I'm just going to be the guy who comes in and, and helps out. Prince T-shirts does that, you know, makes a little bit extra money so I can go on vacation and buy some new Ray-Bans and do shit like that. <laughs> Keep your wife off your back. Keep my wife off my back. Um but I think it was probably around like the half a million mark. Um, I really started to think like there's so much more, there's so much more that can be tapped into uh, than what we've already done so far. Um, you know, a million followers is cool, but it's like now we're, we're on, we're, our sites are set on the next million. Um, so for me, it was like, I'm, I might've made you think it was a very, tough decision for me to come on full time and like be here all day, every day. Um, but in the back of my mind, it was, you know, just talking myself through this, it was like, this is going to happen. Uh, and you know, from zero followers, I still, the first video you put out, I'm still actually a huge fan of, um, with the drone shot of like riding the jet ski and it was, it's a great video. Yeah. If you, you, got, you gotta go check it out. If you can scroll far enough back on yeah, the feed all the way back, the very first intro video to you betcha. So cheesy and so cringy, <laughs> but I thought it was great. You said that to me right away. I'm like, wow, this is, this is a great start. This is a good first post, <laughs> but now, uh, we've pivoted so many times and the vision on day one is not even really in the question anymore obviously there's still bits and pieces of what we're taking from that but um it's all about you know building building the house brick by brick is what we like to say and uh well and it's funny you say pivot if 
our business was on the basketball court, we would be the king of the pivot foot. Yes. That's literally what no our entire here. business model is based off of is like, all right, this is what we have right now. This is the parameters that we have. We have a 1,500 square foot shop space. Like, how can we utilize it? What can we do? Um, and focus more on like, how do we really juice what we got going on? And then once we start something, just constantly reviewing it and constantly paying attention to what people want to see, what they don't want to see. And then, thank God, the pivot foot was invented. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, Dr. Yep. Uh, J- James Naismith or whatever. Yep. That invented basketball, the pivot foot. Thank God we have the pivot foot because that's what we've been built on. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think that people utilize that enough. We'll get we'll get serious business talk here. I don't think people utilize the pivot foot enough. I know that sounds like I'm a boomer dad. <laughs> you got to use your pivot foot. The bank um, board. But sometimes you got to use your pivot foot to be able to uh, get open. Use your pivot foot to uh, clear some space yep. to, th- to throw up a shot. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's what this has been built on, and it will continue to be that way, which I personally believe makes us one of the most dangerous um, media teams, media companies, um, mostly because we can pivot so quickly and we can be agile and no one can copy our plan because our plan isn't even, we have one step planned out in reality. And Mm -hmm. there's not, you know, it's not like we have a 30 point plan of how we're going to do this and that it's, we have one step and then we'll figure out the rest after that. And so I, I personally believe that's the way to go. That's the way to do it. And, uh, until it, until it fails, we're just going to keep rolling that way. Yeah. we. The funny bit around the office is like, what what are we going to do when you betcha tanks? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm just going to go back and do this. And Miles is going to go work concrete again. <laughs> if you can imagine this guy working concrete. How's, how's that, Tyler going to feed his kid? Yeah. I'm yep. going to end up roofing again. Tyler's going to be roofing. Uh, we're just going to be an, a couple members of society again. Yeah. We're just um, going to be... Uh, we're just going to be back on that uh, that concrete grind. Yep. Yep. I could get you a job uh, working for my dad, concrete. The classic, Ryan. the classic, like, you know, a guy, you shoot him a text like, hey, man, is, uh, you know, anyone that's that's looking for work or you, th- you think you could hook me up with this job? So, well, I know something <laughs> funny about this whole thing. Yeah. So I was, uh, I, I was uh, at a, uh, my girlfriend's house this weekend with her parents and her brother was firing up his resume. And uh, because he was looking for a new job, I found out for the first time in my life that there is such thing as resume paper. Did you guys know that? Is it like like uh, like there's there's literally paper that is a little bit thicker and nicer and fancier. Yeah, so you know the paper you get uh, for finishing like third place in like a big tournament or something. I thought that was just cardstock, but there's actual paper that's like not as thick as cardstock. But not as thin as normal paper that's called resume paper. And I, I I was sitting there and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I hope to God I never, ever, ever have to buy <laughs> resume paper in my life. Same. I've, I've said that before, too, is like I hope to never have to do another job interview where I sit down and uh, and tell the people what my biggest strength is yeah. and what my biggest weakness is. Yeah, because it's like I've never actually had like a 
real, real job. Right. You know, we talk about that. I was a personal trainer in college, not to brag. Um, I work for my dad, but other than that, freelance and this, this whole shebang. And so that's another motivating thing for me too, is like, I want to be able to play this game forever. I want to be able to keep coming up with fresh ideas, keep creating content, making videos forever, because that's just kind of what puts me on fire. Yep. The business stuff is fun. Um, but writing scripts, coming up with funny ideas. Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did this or that? That's the part that makes this whole thing fun. And so thank God we got to a million followers. Um, we, we are, we bought ourselves some more times guys. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so we appreciate all of the listeners, all the followers, all the viewers, uh, over the last year, eight months and so many days for uh, supporting us, buying merchandise, being Facebook supporters, showing up to events, watching videos, watching the ads, even though you don't want to wait 15 seconds. All that stuff has helped us continue to do what we do and uh, grow the page. And so we appreciate it. We love you guys. And I am now done being sentimental. (laughs) Me too. We need to take a break so I can... uh, Towel off. I can I can towel off, wipe the, wipe the sweat off my brow, and uh, we can get back to some some real some real entertainment, some real stuff. Different yep. emotions um, coming in the next segment. Yeah, I yep. can. So now that we got the sappy stuff out of the way, mm-hmm. we have a little bit of a, a, a in an in, in office rivalry already starting to form. Um, you can if you listen real really. Really closely, you can hear the eye of the tiger playing in the background between these two. <laughs> Ryan and Tyler are racing to 5,000 followers on Instagram. It's going to be a hell of a ride. We're going to take a break and we're going to dive in to that rivalry. All right, guys, this is uh, the, the, the podcast has been trending towards this moment right here. It has been slowly building, gradually rising. How many other ways I can say that it has been going from one point that's lower to this point that's higher. You guys are battling it out. You guys are in the thick of it trying to gain as much clout as you possibly can. The race to 5,000 followers to 5K on Instagram has begun. There's there's a lot of stakes on the line. This is... You might think it's funny at first to wear what you have to wear, Mm -hmm. but over time, this is going to be really a struggle. So guys, to inform the listeners, Tyler and Ryan have now bet the first one, the the first one to 5,000 followers on Instagram wins. The loser has to wear a small, you betcha crop hoodie every single day at work. For a month straight. Very comfortable. Uh, crop tops, too. They, may, they are very add. comfortable, Ryan. You can find those at You Betcha Threads, Ryan's wonder, personal yeah, page. If you're, if, <laughs> well, you betcha.com. If you are wondering about those sweatshirts, ladies and gentlemen, too, I don't want to discriminate, considering that we'll have someone in this room that has to wear it. Yep. I hope it's Ryan. So then he has four podcasts. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, sorry, sorry. I just would find it really funny if you had to sit here for four podcasts with a crop sweatshirt on. That would be great. 
This is if you're watching the Facebook video, this is instantly what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Ryan, hit the little lever on the bottom of his chair that sunk him deeper down. So yes, um, I'm gonna uh, conduct this a little bit like uh, like we're we're approaching a uh, fight, an MMA fight or a boxing match, and and I'm gonna start with you, Ryan. You are the veteran here at Uvetia. Yep, you got a little bit of a head start. Well, how many followers a head start did he get? Oh. I think when I started, when I made my account, obviously I was at zero and Ryan was at like 850. 850. No. Yeah, I checked. Did you screenshot it? Here we go. No. Here but we you, go. It's begun. You were at you were at, at least 850. I was at 850 yesterday. You were at 864 yesterday. There's no way I only had 14 followers. I'm a little concerned for you, Ryan, because it seems to be that he knows your page better than you do. Hey. That's not a great strategy to win this thing. Miles, my eyes are on 5,000. I don't care about 850. Ryan clearly is going to be taking the blinders approach. You're going to you're gonna take that approach? You're not going to worry vision, about baby. what Tyler's doing? Nope. I'm a firm believer in absorbing all the material I can and using it to my advantage. Here's the thing. So here's, okay, before I before we dive <laughs> into here, here's my mentality thing. is if you can feel the fire from someone else, you're going to run a little bit faster. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, 100%. If you are getting like shot at from behind, you're going to run faster than if you're just taking a jog. Yep. So I, I'm I'm giving the edge on the mentality here to Tyler a little bit is that he's feeling that fire and he's going to run just a little bit faster. So, Ryan, talk me through the, your mentality going into this battle, this this. 5k run as we would say yeah so i get it you can you can tell your personal your personal instagram followers all you want mm. hey go follow <laughs> at tyler the t-shirt guy go do this go do that tyler the t-shirt guy huh? i just i just pulled out that move yesterday i said hey go follow go follow ryan the t-shirt guy well it's that's good what follow. i did we did it at the same time correct yeah do you not care about but your personal followers, the all right? 850 followers did not come from the ask. It just came from, hey, that's Ryan the T-shirt guy. That's the guy in the podcast. That it's came the guy from that, me pushing people to your page. And and them staying there. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Okay. I'm just giving you hey, shit. No, no, this is, <laughs> that was a riding Dana, my coattails comment is what I tried to throw in there to okay, stir the you're pot. You're Dana White. You're Dana White. <laughs> um, no, I, I would agree that you've you've done a good job with your feed. And so that's why those 850 people, without much promotion, without you even working here full time, you got 850 people to follow a a page that, in reality, why did they why did they want to follow the T-shirt guy? You know? Right, because they want to they want they wanted to see the other side of you betcha. Like who is who is this other guy that is around the you betcha guy? Um, for let's just say back in the day 20 hours a week whatever it may be they wanted to see that side of it so now there's the camera guy side of it right yeah um the at tyler the camera guy side of that's it. correct at tyler the camera guy go ahead and follow him oh wow yeah. okay. wow no. oh here we go so, so now ryan if you guys haven't picked up on it Ryan is now trying to be the classic high road guy here where he's going to win off of um, sugar and spice and everything nice. Tyler, I, I would like you to interject here. Well, hang on. I'm, Do, I wasn't done. Well, you're playing way too nice, and so you can wait. 
Tyler, <laughs> how do you feel about, do you think that Ryan's sugar and spice and everything nice mentality is going to take home the W for him? I don't think that alone is enough. I think sprinkling that in is effective. Yes, Ryan, you, your head's in the right place. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Stop being nice. Ryan, yeah, seriously. Thank you. (laughs) No, I like it. I like that he's trying to be nice because I don't think it's going to work. So just keep it up. How do you feel about that, Ryan? So what do you have to do then if you're not the nice guy? You got to be a little edgy. Who do people like? In what way? You ever watch Floyd Mayweather? You ever heard of him? How how nice is he? How nice is he, Ryan? Depends on who he's fighting. He's not nice to anyone. He's not nice to Floyd anyone. Mayweather run his mouth. Conor Have you McGregor. Ever seen anyone? Huge Conor McGregor fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so that I would say though that Conor McGregor runs his mouth and is a little more edgy than Floyd Mayweather. I would agree. If I'm just saying. That's both. why I say it depends on who he's fighting because Floyd is Floyd was not up in Conor's face. It was the opposite. But Floyd had comments, so, and Floyd wasn't nice. He wasn't sugar sugar and spice so and everything nice. As much as I nice. love MMA, I'm going to step in here. Um, what I would say, what it sounds like is you have your classic it's not about the size of the dog in the fight it's the size of the fight in the dog yep we clearly have a lot of bark we will see how much bite we have some bite over here maybe he needs to do a little more barking we'll see um I have told both of these guys that they need to prepare a statement to the listeners. Why they think that they deserve to uh, earn your guys' follow. And I challenge you followers not necessarily to follow them both. I know that that's in your instinct. That's your Midwest values. <laughs> is You know what? I, why do I need to pick sides? This is... Uh, I'm a Midwesterner. We're all trying to have a good time. We're all trying to make a buck. We're all uh, doing our best. I challenge you to be either Team Ryan or Team Tyler for the sake of this 5K run. So, again, off of being the veteran of the two of you, Ryan, I would like you now to deliver your message to the listeners uninterrupted by Tyler or myself. Let's hear it, Ryan. I just want to start off by saying everyone roots for the underdog. God, that's cold. Okay. Now you're uninterrupted. Okay. So I've been the underdog since day one at You Betcha. Miles has been, Miles has been the Conor McGregor. I've been the uh, the Nate Diaz for you uh, for you UFC fans. Um, people are they're rooting for the underdog, and the underdog carries a specific mentality that might not always be like um, the 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 bark uh, as you put it earlier. Um, the bark's not always going to be there, but deep down inside, I am masterminding a game plan. I'm pulling out all the stops. I got bullets coming behind me, which is great. Love that position. Um, and I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily crack under pressure. Now there's a little bit of pressure here. So, so you're saying you're not Humpty Dumpty. Correct. So you guys know I've been, uh, I sit in this chair. I take a lot of heat. 
on the weekly basis. I sit in my office chair, take a lot of heat weekly basis. Um, it's time for the underdog to shine. And you guys will see that because you have seen the true Ryan, the t-shirt guy, but you're going to see an even truer Ryan, the t-shirt guy on the road to 5,000 followers. I'm pulling out all the stops. I have, I have this idea that <laughs> might need a little help with. No, there you go. No, oh, no, no. I'm the underdog. I got nope. this. Uninterrupted. Um, well, you gotta. You're getting on time limit here. You got about what well, you got. Thirty seconds left. The underdog pr- will prevail. The underdog always prevails in the Ubetcha community. So, if I could ask you before I follow at Ryan the T-shirt guy. I promise I will I will not let you down. I will never let you down. All right. Okay. I thought that was solid. Um, I, I, it's very true that you both are going to need help from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's great. But I, I said that I will help you out. I'm going to do my very best to stay in the middle. I'm going to try and be middleman Dan as much as I can. Tyler, how do you feel about his statement? You know, I think he was he was spot on, actually. It was 100% accurate. You're right. The underdog is going to win. I hear you toss that word around left and right, but the definition was was not correct. You said it yourself. You've been here since day one. You had 850 followers. That sounds like you're the front runner, Ryan. That doesn't sound like an underdog to me. I roll in zero followers. Two months ago, I'm the underdog. And I think that people should follow me at Tyler the Camera Guy because I'm one of them. Is this uninterrupted? Yeah, he's, okay. he's in. He's in. You, didn't, you didn't clear that up. I like how you interrupted to ask yeah, yeah, if it's okay. uninterrupted. See, I would never do that. I didn't do that to Ryan. Thank you, Tyler. You're welcome. So I am one of you people listening. I am you. Two months ago, we were in the exact same shoes. We are one in the same. We're our fans, Tyler, the camera guy. We are one. You're going to watch my feed on my Instagram at Tyler, the camera guy and see someone that you can relate to that underdog Ryan was talking about. Also, I have a few perks that come with my page. One of them, Instagram is kind of C blocking me on right now. I'm team follow back. You follow me. I follow you. I respect the follows. I was meaning to get into that. Are you getting close here? I'll give you more 30 no, more I seconds. No, I have a whole list. Okay, well, you got 30 more seconds as well. All right. One, Ryan's extremely competitive, so it's going to be way funnier to watch him lose than it is to watch me lose. Ooh. Two, you can relate to me even more. Ryan wears Ray-Bans. I wear Casey's The Gas Station sunglasses. Oh. Three, no one wants to see me in a crop top. I have a dad bod. Ladies, Ryan's in way better shape than me. You want to see him in a crop top. That is might be maybe true. Maybe. And last but not least, I have had sex confirmed way more times than Ryan. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent more times. A hundred times more. A hundred percent. This is not a sex competition. I know. I just want I, people to know. See, sometimes you just gotta, you know, understand where the I that honestly, Ryan, this is tough because as an unbiased thing here, I'm way more jazzed up about his speech. So you might be the snake in the grass here. You might be the mamba mentality. Yep. But 
I'm pretty fired up and I'm excited the content he's going to be putting out. How do you feel about that? Yeah, we, we haven't seen any of the content that he's going to put out yet. Um, what so, you mean besides the sneak peeks to the vlogs that people will only be able to find on my Instagram? That's not enough content? A sneak peek is a sneak peek. Like, no one watches 15-second videos anymore. You know, Ooh. no one's ever going to watch it unless they go to my Instagram. It's content exclusive Here's the to thing. at Tyler the Camera Guy. You can only take so many of your personal followers over to your new page. You've pulled that stop out once. And now I'm going to take back, yours. Going to, going that that back brings to, up a great point. Tyler's got some gimmicks. He's a, he's a gimmicky guy. Yep. Follow back, follow unfollow is a strategy that has been proven to work. It has a shelf life. I don't know if 5,000 followers, if that's within that shelf life or not, but people can smell that out. I'm not afraid I, to I, follow. I believe that the ratio of Instagram followers to following is a big deal when it comes to uh, Instagram. And so... Um, we'll see how that strategy plays out for him. How do you think it's going to play out for him? Uh, people can smell the gimmicks. They can smell it in his voice. Uh, they can, they can smell it already. This is episode 56 is the smell of gimmicks. Oh, so here's, here's my idea. I want to follow these people back because if they're going to follow me, the least I can do is follow them. They have stuff they mm. want to be seen. I have stuff I want to be seen. So why can't I scratch their back if they're going to scratch my back? Why does that make it a gimmick? Tyler, how closely are you actually going to follow that content? You know, I scroll through Instagram at least five to six times a day. <laughs> on, on he does it, apparently he doesn't work all day. He just scrolls well, on his you Instagram. You just threw yourself oh, into the God. fire. <laughs> I'm just letting people know that I'm here you for their content. Or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain, yep. I guess, on this podcast. Yep. Um, um so I would say that I, I gotta. I'm, I'm feeling it between these two here. I, I like this. This is hopefully going to be an ongoing segment. Um, we'll get a follower update. I want you guys both to take out your Instagram accounts and give us the update on what number you guys are currently at. Um, I like this. I think that a little inner squad scrimmage, a little inner squad rivalry, is only going to be uh, what makes us better. Classic iron sharp sharpens iron uh, mentality. So Ryan, what? How many followers you got? Nine thirty-five. Tyler, five hundred eight. The gap has been narrowed. It's narrowing. The gap has been narrowed, but now it comes down to how can you gain followers without pulling them from your personal? I already told you that. I'm going to offer them things. You're that going to they show them a sneak peek of the vlog. He is They're going, going to get to... things that they can't see anywhere else. They get miles doing his thing when I have the cameras rolling. Nobody else gets to see that unless they're on my page. I, I love this because there's no rules on what content you can put out. There's really no rules on how you're going to gain it other than buying followers because I know that both of you have thought about buying followers. No, that's more no. of a gimmick thing. That, that'd be more of a... Uh, Tyler, the camera guy. So I kind of set you up for that one. I was waiting for that. But uh, no, I think that this is going to be fun. So guys, you've heard both of their arguments. You've heard both of their sides. You've gotten a little more of each one's personality shining through. I encourage you to make your decision. It's actually, we're recording this on Super Tuesday. Voting wise, do a little Super Tuesday on Instagram. Between Tyler, the camera guy, and Ryan, the t-shirt guy, 
they're spelled exactly how they sound, right? Yep. 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 And so uh, I'm excited to see that this happens. I think it's going to be hilarious to see either one of these guys show up every single day in a crop tee or a crop sweatshirt. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> what an electric way to end the podcast. <laughs> I am so ready for this. I'm I'm so jazzed up. I might chug this beer after we get off. Ryan, can you close out the podcast for us? Yeah, if you want uh, details on the next merch launch, uh, the next promo, just send me a message. <laughs> oh my God. I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, guys, thanks again for listening into episode 56 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. Um, I had a lot of fun on this one. We talked 1 million. We talked about the little, the little uh, inner office challenge going on here. Um, we hope you enjoyed it as well. But before we end the podcast... On episode 56, I would just like to thank Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Gina's creates handcrafted uh, wood pine signs that grow great in any decor, um, in your man cave, your bathroom, basically wherever you're going to be drinking bush lattes, in your shower. You know, you, you can never go wrong with a good shower beer. Or so, a good shower sign. Exactly. Exactly. So um, go check out Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Um, these guys have been with with us for a long time. They uh, they meet us at a lot of our events. Um, we've had some good interaction with them. So uh, we're looking forward to the continued relationship with Gina. Uh, they put out cool stuff, and you can find all their stuff. Um, the Nectar of the God Signs on our website, uh, ouyoubetcha.com, or on Gina's website, which would be etsy.com slash shop slash G-D-O-T Heartland. That's G-D-O-T Heartland. Go check out Gina's Designs at the Heartland. Miles, I am Ryan the T-shirt guy. <laughs> a little rusty. He was pre- you were pretty One sharp. Off. Yeah. You were pretty sharp all the way through until right just that moment there. That's the kind of uh, rustiness the uh, lack of staying focused all the way to the end that might just give Tyler the camera guy the edge in this competition. So I am Miles. We will see. And I am Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. Your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.